You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. How to experience the power of God is the title of this devotion. How do we experience the power of God? I mean, the Bible says in 1 Peter that we are kept by the power of God unto salvation, ready to be revealed in this last day. You see, there's a keeping by the power of God that His power is keeping us in communion and union with Him. To me, that is a, div- a daily living reality, and, I, and I, I, I need it, I want it, I desire it, I look for it, I live in it, just like you're not gonna complain against the light not turning on when you've not turned the switch on and provided the power to, to give that light. But if the, if the switch is turned on and the power is not coming, then your fuse is broke or something because you know, know it ought to come on. And you see, what is the switch? The disciples in Matthew 18, what switches you from having no power to having power? How will I experience the power of God? This title of this devotion. In Matthew 18, the disciples came to the Lord Jesus And it says in verse one, at that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child to him and set him in the midst of them and said, assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. And the Lord Jesus really makes it simple. However, it can be so trying to apply that to yourself. So this is what I want to talk to you about. How to experience God's power. Jesus puts this little child and so shows the innocent childlike trust of that child and say, unless you are converted, unless you repent of yourself, mind, your prudence, your wise in your own eyes, and you become again like a trusting child, you will not know the power of the kingdom. In Matthew 11, and I'll read to you from the Passion Translation, he says the same thing, but it's just said a little bit different. He's making the same point, but it helps us to kind of grasp what we're talking about today, how to experience God's power. Here in Matthew 11, starting at verse 25 and verse 26, Jesus exclaimed, Father, thank you, for you are Lord, the supreme ruler over heaven and earth, and you have hidden the great revelation of your authority from those who are proud and wise in their own eyes. Instead, 
You've shared it with these who humble themselves. Yes, Father, your plan delights your heart as you've chosen this way to extend your kingdom by giving it to those who have become like trusting children. You see it? You have chosen this way to extend your kingdom, your dominion, your power, by giving it to those who have become like trusting children. You see, God has to do a work of conversion in you that gives you that childlike trusting heart. And often the journey to that heart can be experienced in times of trial when we go through something that we cannot fix ourselves or solve. And the Bible has made that clear. If you go with me for a second to Psalm 107, which is a phenomenally powerful psalm, and in Psalm 107, um, let's, okay, let's pick it up. I mean, it explains the same thing again and again and again in this phenomenal psalm. It really is worth reading, Psalm 107. And if I start in verse 10, those who sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, in other words, they felt no power except the powers of darkness. They were bound in affliction and irons because they had rebelled against the words of God and despised the counsel of the Most High. Therefore, he brought down their heart with labor. He humbled them with great effort. He really went through a lot to bring them to a brokenness, a humility, a surrender. And they fell down and there was no one to help them. So they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of that darkness and the shadow of death and broke their chain in pieces. Oh, that man would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for the wonderful works to the children of man. For he has broken the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron in two. Fools because of their transgression, because of their iniquities were afflicted. Their souls abhorred all manner of food. They drew near the gates of death. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distresses and sent his word to heal them and delivered them from their destructions. And it goes on and on to show the same thing. Many times when we go through something really painful and distressing and is an opportunity, to embrace that humility and meekness that Jesus offers you, to find an escape of that being wise in your own eyes that you don't realize has taken a hold of your heart, that figuring it all out by your own reasonings and own reasonings, and you come to the place and you say, Lord, I can do nothing but my eyes upon you because I know you love me. And then he, by his grace, works that childlike heart that we see in Jesus, that trusting childlikeness, that childlike trusting into your heart that we see in Jesus. And then all of a sudden you experience the power of God. And when you experience it in that way, you go, you know, I know this. How can I forget about this? But that is like, that's what it's like spiritually. You see, spiritual forgetting is like eating and hunger. 
Hunger is the forgetting, eating is the remembering. Spiritual forgetting is like that. You see, you feel hunger, you feel hunger, you eat something, that feeling goes away. After a little while, you feel hungry again and you need to eat again. And you need to keep eating to not have hunger. And the same is true spiritually. You need to keep partaking of that nature that comes to us through Jesus, that childlike nature of the true Son of God. And you need to keep eating it, feeding upon it daily by reading the Word, by praying, by going to church and hearing the Word. And you allow the Holy Spirit to work it in you, that heart of Jesus that gives you that childlike faith that always embraces the power of God, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what the hardships are. If I go with you to Luke chapter 10, we see the exact same thing I just read to you from Matthew 11. Here the disciples had been sent out to Jesus two by two and came back rejoicing because they had seen evil spirits become subject to them when they began to share Jesus. And Jesus said, when you went out, I saw Satan's dominion over that region where you went just fall from heaven like lightning. He lost all power there when you began to share my power. He said, but don't rejoice at this, that you see the powers of the devil fall over that region, but rejoice to see the kingdom of heaven come on earth as it is in heaven. Don't get all caught up with the powers of the enemy. Be caught up with the powers of heaven. And he says then to them in chapter 10, verse 21. Okay, 10, 21. And I'm reading out of the Passion Translation, right? Luke 10, 21. Then Jesus, overflown with the Holy Spirit's anointing of joy, exclaimed, Father, thank you, for you are Lord supreme over heaven and earth, and you've hidden these great revelations of this authority from those who are proud, those who are in their proud, those who are wise in their own eyes, and you have shared it with these who humble themselves. Yes, Father, this is what pleases your heart and is the very way you've chosen to extend your kingdom, to give it to those who become like trusting children. How to experience the power of God, how to experience God's power is the title of this devotion. Become like trusting children. Have that sweet, trusting heart that you see in Jesus. David says here in Psalm 62, which is his incredible psalm. I know I said it of all of his psalms, but they are so phenomenal. Psalm 62, verse 11. I, God has spoken once, twice I've heard this, that power belongs to God also to you belong mercy and so forth. He said, I've heard this. No, I, not just once, I've heard it more than once. Power belongs to God. It's in God's hands to give power. Don't think that it can be withheld from you. No, it is in the Lord to give you the power. Jesus said to his disciples in John chapter, excuse me, in Acts chapter one, verse eight, you will receive power. And I want to encourage you. You will receive power. You will see it. I so remember this one pastor's wife and she said to me, Oh, Pastor Robert, 
you know, I, I, I don't see, I don't experience any power. And, and, and I look at my husband and I don't see any power. And I long for it for him, he's the pastor, but there's no power when he preaches, it's just words, it's just knowledge, there's no life-giving power. I said, dear sister, Jesus said, you will receive power, believe. She looked at me, I said, sister, believe. She looked at me, I said, believe. And all of a sudden she chose to take a hold of the word, you will receive power and by faith. And it took some years, but my, you should hear her husband preaching. He's so anointed, so powerful. And she lives in the power of God that is a delight. So let me close with you here from Isaiah chapter 40, starting in verse 27, okay? Why? Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord. God, God doesn't see me here. I feel no power. I see no power. My just claim is passed over by God, by my God. And the Lord says, have you not known? Have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creators, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary? His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even youth in their zeal and strength shall faint and be weary. And the young man can utterly fall, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength and they will mount up with wings like eagles and run and not be weary and walk and not faint. Now, come on, believe it. Believe it, believe it. You will receive power. You will be able to keep walking through the time that's been given you here on earth without growing weary. And you will run into all that God's predestined to you without fainting. You will mount up with the renewing energies of God's power in your life. Oh, come on, come on, come on. You may say, oh, Pastor Robert, Pastor Robert. Uh, thank you, but, but Pastor, I am going through such attacks of the devil and, and I, all I could feel is his oppressive attacks. I understand, my dear friends, I've been through this and I go through it. But one thing I've learned, the devil's a liar. And when I feel those dark feelings and those powerless feelings and those hopeless feelings, I know they are the lies of the devil because the Lord is my strength and my shield and my exceedingly great reward. Psalm 27 verse one, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Of whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalm 27, read it. And here, when you are on the demonic attack and you feel no power, but all you can feel is the evil, the darkness, and that tormenting, mocking of the devil, giving you the feeling you'll never live through this. You'll never come through this. That's the lie of the devil. Don't believe it. Because Jesus says to you, my grace, my favor and loving kindness and mercy is enough for you, sufficient against any danger and enables you to bear the trouble you're going through right now manfully. For my strength, says the Lord Jesus, and my power are made perfect, fulfilled and complete and show themselves most effective in your weakness. Therefore, come on, therefore, I want to encourage you. 
gladly glory in weakness and infirmity so that you may see the strength of the Lord Jesus and his power rest, pitch his tent and dwell upon you and in you. Come on, for Christ's sake, let's be well pleased. When we're going through infirmities, insults, hardships, persecutions, perplexities, and distresses, because remember this, that when you feel weak in human strength, then you're going to experience the power of God even more. So come on, you will receive power. Be encouraged. Amen. Have a good day.